Hi everyone and welcome to the 15th episode of the Heartfelt Podcast. Hi, welcome back. Um, it's been a while since I recorded the last episode, a little over three weeks, so I'm very excited to be back and this is actually the first episode of 2022 and I really want to start it off with on a positive note, on a strong note and kind of talk about a topic that I've been probably wanting to talk about since I even had the idea of making the podcast. It's something that has been a huge part of my life and I feel like I have a lot of thoughts to share on that as well as just my story to tell and therefore I feel like this is also the right platform to do that. I feel like I wouldn't have the courage to do that on YouTube because a lot of a lot more people watch my videos and it's not like I don't want people to hear it because obviously I'm putting it out there but it's just it feels like something a bit more personal and private and I want the right people to hear it so here it is this episode I'm gonna cover sort of my confidence slash self-love slash mental health journey and I'm gonna be talking both about like my personal story um how I went from pretty much self-hating myself to being very confident and honestly in a place of self-love I would say with a little question mark sometimes but mostly I would say I would say I love myself so that's a very different position from where I was about like four years ago or something um and I also just want to also encapsulate some like lessons I learned and tips I guess for people who are like struggling with it I mean everyone kind of struggle with struggles with it I feel like on a daily basis sometimes we feel more confident sometimes we feel less confident but in general like (laughs) I would say that like a journey to self-love is a whole project that you undertake and there are some tips I feel like that definitely do help things that you should do and shouldn't do if you actually want to kind of progress in it um, even though it's not like a straightforward line it never is just before I get into it I'm gonna share some updates so it's mid of middle of January um, and it's been going good so far I would say I mean actually yeah it's been it's been going good um, I feel like my mood is kind of fluctuating nowadays um, not sure why um, but overall I would say it's it's been pretty good <laughs> why am I repeating myself yeah so yeah Christmas break is over I've started uni actually finished my first week I did not feel like I was in uni this week it still felt like a break I don't really know why basically on Monday from Monday to to Wednesday like today is Sunday and from Monday to Wednesday I had a like 72 hour exam to submit so I was just like constantly in the library like whole day with my friends and doing the exam and then I like went to two lectures and a seminar I guess I guess I've been attending uni but like it just didn't feel that heavy I I still had a lot of free time that's what I'm trying to say I feel like I did get a lot of like rest time at home and it really even though I still worked a lot it was really refreshing and as I said many times like being home always puts me in this like very motivated mood excited for the future and I actually um this is a random update I signed up for a gym a week ago and I've been I've been five times guys in the past week and I know you may think like oh my god you just signed up like you're gonna get burnt out so easy like that's not the way to go and I definitely agree if it was like if I was were to go like from not working out at all to going five times a gym a week to the gym that would be definitely not the healthiest and most sensible thing to do but I would generally say like I'm a pretty fit person I like I used to go running quite a lot um I I worked out a lot in my life in general maybe not like 
crazy much over the past months, but I'm in like a good condition, physical condition wise. So it's definitely not not to say that gym not, is not challenging. Like <clears throat> I was definitely a little bit sore after some days, but it's not, it hasn't been bad. And honestly, like it's so easy for me, I feel like to fall into a routine with stuff like that. Because um, once I set up my mind, like, like, oh, I have a gym membership, like now I'm going to the gym and every time I go to sleep like I know I'm gonna go to the gym it's not like oh should I go tomorrow do I feel like it basically what I'm trying to say is if you think of physical exercise as like something oh do I wanna do it do I feel like doing it then usually it's not something you feel like doing at the moment because rarely do you actually feel like oh my god I'm so excited to work out right now sometimes I do sometimes I do feel like that don't get me wrong but most of the time you probably don't but when you set yourself to sort of like an auto mode like same as like going to lectures or like doing I don't know uni work like I don't think about do I feel like doing uni work I just know I'm gonna do it so that's my kind of my approach to the gym but I've been actually really enjoying it I thought I was not gonna that's why like I've never actually been to the gym before so it's it's a new discovery for me and it's really fun it's because mostly because obviously like there's so much equipment that you can use and before when I whenever I used to work out I just like do some like Chloe Tank, Pamela Reef workouts on my mat, which is quite, I feel like, gets boring easily. And there's not even that much space in my room to work out to. So, like, going to the gym, it's just so much easier to work out to. And it's, I don't know, it's just this, like, I fell into this good routine of, like, going to sleep, like, literally between 10 and, like, 11, 30 max, but, like, 11-ish, um, usually. And waking up at, like, 6, 7, and I've been starting my day so productively it just feels so good when I leave the gym at like eight nine and I'm I've already did like an hour of workout I don't know it's just it's just been a new discovery that's why I'm rambling so much about it but yeah in general 2022 I feel like I have I have quite like large hopes for this year I know it's gonna be a big year I feel like every like since I turned like 19 and went to uni or even like from like third class of high school I feel like every year for me is really really big and I feel like that's like, that's one characteristic of that period of your life. Like, early, like, mid-20s is just something when a lot of changes happen and, like, life is quite uncertain. But in a good way, at least, I hope. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm excited for what's to come. I'm very motivated. I don't have any crazy, crazy goals because I just... I always try to just stay consistent and motivated and set myself new goals throughout the year. And if I get the urge to do anything, I'll try to do it without, like, waiting for the occasion. Obviously... It's been nice doing some, like, planning, I guess, for the next couple of months, but nothing too crazy. I guess that's that's it on the update. So, yeah, let's just get straight into the episode without further ado. Um, as I said, this one is going to be a bit more, well, a bit more very on the personal side. Maybe one of the most personal episodes, if not the most personal one I've ever recorded. I feel like I want to kind of try to put myself in more vulnerable positions sometimes because... I feel like a lot of my growing up, I feel like a lot of wisdom and like life lessons, however that sounds, like I learned from like content creators, like YouTubers or people on podcasts or, you know, people I was following on the internet. Because like there are so many smart people and like young women who like I grew up watching and they kind of shaped a lot of like large part of my like knowledge or information or, you know, like tips and things. They always talked about things so openly and it was just very good to hear like someone older talking about these stuff as well I'm not not saying it as if like I'm older than all of you and I'm gonna be like your big sister because I don't feel like it but it's just I feel like if I have something valuable to share 
even if it puts me in kind of like a vulnerable position, then I kind of want to share it. And I hope you will get something, like take something away from this episode. And hopefully it will, maybe not, not that you will be able to relate to some things, but it will make you feel maybe like less alone in some things. And um, yeah, I just feel like mental health is obviously something that's um, very important to talk about and still probably neglected in a lot of ways. And I just want to bring the topic here and just talked about something else than you know astrology and university i feel like also the beginning of the year although it's just kind of like symbolical it does feel kind of like appropriate to kind of have this like strong start and just i don't know kind of share my story as i said i'm gonna start with kind of talking about my past and my background and how it all looked for me throughout the years i would say this story begins when i was like about 15 16 kind of like finishing um secondary school and going into high school so this kind of like transitional period of mine and I feel like in secondary school I was definitely like kind of obviously like much more self-aware than like in primary school naturally as everyone is as like they start maturing but like especially on like closer to like the end of um secondary school so when I was like 15 I started kind of being like much more aware of my looks and my personality and at that point I wasn't definitely was nowhere near being like confident but also I wasn't in like a very bad place. I would say I was just very indifferent towards myself and probably didn't like myself a lot, but I also wasn't like hating on myself, you know, like actively. Um, Not to say that it's a good place to be, but it's definitely a step better than, you know, like outwardly hating yourself. But then, you know, as I said, summer 2017, it's like when I was, as I said, changing schools and I don't know, it probably doesn't have to do anything to do with that, but And the reason why I'm like kind of pinpointing it to that date is because I have this like very vivid memory um, where kind of like my self-awareness started becoming much more prominent and I became much more self-aware in definitely a negative way. And it started, I guess, as for many people, like with my body image. I remember that like one summer trip I was on that summer (laughs) For whatever reason, I started checking, like, the calorie count of things I was eating. I think at the beginning was very much, like, maybe not very... I don't know. It was just kind of, like, curiosity. Like, I I, I remember that up until that point, I had no idea, like, how much, you know, calories is in, like, what foods. It wasn't really anything of my, like, interest. Obviously, like, there's some logic, like, oh, a burger is gonna have more calories than a spinach. But, like, I didn't really care that's what my what I'm trying to say like I'd never really had strong opinions about my body until this point um I think that's the time I was I'm talking about is like around the time where I kind of started slowly associating the foods that I was eating with um the way I was looking and the way like you know if I ate more then I was a bit more bloated and you know like calories and all of that like it became something I guess at the beginning at least, that was in the back of my head, that wasn't there before. And obviously everything kind of starts small. um, And maybe if you have like enough self-awareness, maybe nowadays, if anything like that started happening again, I would be very quickly able to like detect it and like counteract it. And it would definitely not not allow something like that slip. But at that point, I didn't really have, I didn't really have any like self-defense mechanisms against my own brain, I would say. And when I went into high school, like, the first class of high school, like, it kind of started snowballing from there, and, and I just, you know, became kind of, like, unhealthily obsessed over, like, the food I was 
like eating and how my body looked and my body image in general and I wouldn't even say like much at that time like nothing even like triggered it as in like my body didn't really change drastically I didn't either like gain or lose much weight it was just something that I suddenly became so obsessed and fixated on and I really don't want to get into like the details because it's not it's not like an episode about my relationship with food or anything like that or body image it's like a whole different topic that I could go on a tangent on or like just make a whole another episode about and I also don't want it to be the sole focus of this episode because it's not but I feel like it's just it's just very important for the context because I feel like that's at least from what I can remember that's when things started going the wrong way for me and I just slowly began hating myself I would say um I know that's a very like strong statement to make with a lot of negative energy but I I I think that was true at that time like I really did not see anything good in the way I looked not much at least also didn't like my personality that much and it's not to say that like my for example like my first class of high school was just miserable because it, it was just kind of weird because I remember that a large part of that period of my life was marked by like all these new experiences meeting new people like going to trips and parties but on the other hand like this constant like hateful self-talk being so like dissatisfied with how I looked and blaming myself over it and blaming myself over like the food I was eating or that I was like not eating the way I wanted to in my head and like I remember there were like so many parties at that time which just ended up with me crying in the bathroom over like one thing or another like usually connected like low self-esteem and low self-confidence I feel like like, everyone hates me and I'm just not good enough and that was kind of I'm just trying to kind of um sketch a picture of how bad my mental state was at that time when I look back up on this time I don't necessarily see it as like bad because as I said I made a lot of fun memories and I wasn't sad or like down and hating myself all the time it wasn't like that I mean (laughs) I don't know how to really like talk about it because on one hand it was really bad I would say especially like from time's perspective but at the same time I still drew enjoyment from a lot like many parts of my life even though they definitely like were kind of like skewed by my perception of myself and it kind of like taken had taken away from a lot of experiences like going out for dinners and thinking about food or just being at parties and as I said like crying because I didn't look right in the dress or just felt like people don't like me and stuff like that um But on the other hand, I remember that at the same time, I had this like strong urge and a part of me which really wanted all of this to end and to kind of help myself and to kind of start, you know, liking myself and maybe trying to work on that. And so it was just kind of this like two parts of me, one of which was very like self-destructive, I would say, and very, you know, negative towards myself and not really not caring at all and very disrespectful to myself and just and just kind of one that was bringing me down and causing so much like self-hate and also as I said like this other part which cared for me still and kind of knew I kind of like knew that I needed to get help at that point but as time passes especially like when I was scripting this episode I realized like how easy it is to disregard the depth of our emotions or like the extent of our struggles in the past because you know from when time passes these intense emotions which I was going through at that time and this like very negative mental headspace was you know something that was like overtaking my life and it was like the primary thing that was happening in my life but now when I was thinking about it like my first thought was like oh it wasn't that bad like I still had so much fun and stuff like that and 
I'm glad that I kept journaling throughout all that time because like whenever I read back my like my journal is back from that time I like get reminded just of how like bad it it was like how little self-love I had like and how much like harmful stuff I was doing to myself with the way I treated myself and it's just it all kind of comes back in a way like the state that I was in not as in like I get back into that state it's just like I get reminded just of how serious it was at that time even though it's like easy as I said to disregard it with time as I said like reading back on it now from a place of like pure self-love and confidence and just so much care for myself it just makes me so so deeply sad to know that I was in that headspace and like I felt so lonely and just like I didn't have anyone to reach out to and like I just didn't even have this kind of support within myself which is like the base point of like my support system right now is myself you know and I just want to hug my 16 year old self like and tell her that it's gonna be okay and that she's gonna get better but also I know that at that time I didn't really I wouldn't be able to probably I probably wouldn't really able to get better as quick as I did if it hasn't been for like external help that I got because when you're in that state doing it all by yourself like as I said going from like I guess self-hate to self-love is not impossible definitely but it's just so takes so much work and maybe sometimes it is not impossible I don't want to use the word impossible because there are definitely probably cases of people who did go through that but I feel like for a lot of people therapy is a great starting point and that kind of takes me to another part of I guess my story is is kind of my I guess experience with therapy and a very bumpy road to kind of recovery and getting like better in a better emotional state and I have to say that I'm very proud of myself for the fact that I had as I mentioned such a strong inner urge to help myself at the time and to get better and that I was not ashamed or embarrassed to ask for help and I did it pretty quickly maybe not as soon as I noticed that I was in this bad mental headspace because I definitely was just like sitting in it for a while but eventually it just got so bad and it took so much joy away from my life that I realized I don't want to be it. I'd like take it away from me, fix it for me, please. I kind of tried to remember like when was that, but specifically I'm not sure. I think it was like around maybe summer 2018, so a year after like all of this began. Or before that, I'm not really sure. I remember I asked my mom if I could start going to therapy and I'm so grateful for the fact that she didn't like hesitate for a second or like asks pointless questions that would just put me away from it or make me like not want to go and she just simply agreed to it right away and just said like yeah I'm gonna call a therapist and like the next day I think or like two days after she said like yeah you have a visit like literally within the same week and as I said she didn't like ask unnecessary questions she just knew that if I'm asking for her for that if I'm at this point then maybe something then something must be happening and I deserve to go and I'm like as I said I'm so 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 thankful to her for that because I you know I know a lot of my friends only got help and like started going to therapy so much later in their lives because their parents didn't react well or they were just like scared to ask their parents whereas I know and as I said again very grateful that I could tell talk to this to my mom about this and she just reacted very normally and like in the best way possible and now going into my experience with therapy I feel like it's not very it's not very thorough and very unbiased obviously well that sounds stupid because everyone's experience is kind of biased but the thing is like I only ever had one therapist and I'm not even sure she was a good therapist if I'm have to be honest as I feel like with therapy correct me if I'm wrong but I feel like obviously it's mostly you talking most of the time but 
on the other hand, there is a role for the therapist of kind of like leading the conversation with questions and maybe asking specific questions that will make you think, kind of will make you get to an answer, but like they are kind of leading the therapy. And I felt like I was just kind of catching up with her and talking to her about everything that I was feeling and going through. And she was just asking like random questions, obviously like not, I'm maybe I'm painting like a bit of a wrong picture, but in general, I remember like, I wasn't very happy with her, but at the same time, I wasn't sure how therapy even is supposed to look like. So I guess I just stuck with her because it was easier. Um, but I, I just think that at that time, I just so desperately needed to have someone to talk to, someone that's gonna listen to me without judgment, and I'm not gonna feel like a liability that to them because literally paying them. And I just really needed to have like another human being to ha- like share all these like crazy negative thoughts. I was having and just to know that there was someone aware of my struggles and someone willing to help me I feel like that was the most important thing to me to kind of just know that you know because I didn't know how bad it could get if I just didn't tell anyone because obviously it's not something that you share with your parents or your like friends it would be very unhealthy too so that's like what I really valued in therapy and a lot of sessions I remember I would just walk out having cried so much but also just feeling so relieved and so like like a little bit of my burden has been lifted off my shoulders and obviously therapy is a very long process it usually takes minimum like months but usually like years and it's definitely not something that's gonna like change your life from day one to day two but it's as I said like it's every session you kind of get a little bit it feels a little bit lighter oftentimes and obviously you're gonna like probably regress at times and usually a road to recovery in any point or like a road to a better mental state is very bumpy and it's taking one step forward three steps back as Olivia Rodrigo says but um in general it's I could see progress I would definitely say and yeah definitely therapy also had the role of kind of like making me notice certain patterns in my behaviors and because I think because I was very self-aware even at that point I was able to get the most out of the therapy and kind of self-reflect on what I was saying and notice these negative patterns and why I was reacting the way I was reacting so kind of like understanding myself better and the mechanisms that were that were like going on inside my head so that definitely helped a lot and I maybe that was the whole point of the therapy I, I'm not sure um but for that reason I cannot like recommend therapy enough and I'm really really happy to see like over years that's like so much many more of my friends started going to therapy not as in like Obviously not as in like, I'm happy that they have to go to therapy, but that they, you know, decided on it and, you know, got the courage to do so. Because I feel like when I started going to therapy, none of my friends were going to therapy. I felt really weird about it. And I was always quite like an open person and didn't fear talking about my feelings, but still like talking, telling people when you're 16 that you're going to therapy was just kind of like, you know, not really common, I would say um but now it just become became so much more like normalized and so many people I know and my friends have been going to therapy and people are talk openly about it and influencers and it's just I feel like it's so good because I feel like probably everyone on this planet could you know use therapy and would probably do them good I'm not saying everyone needs it or it's not urgent for everyone but um yeah I just wanted to kind of like add that I am very pro therapy and would recommend it if you know I feel like obviously everyone goes through like ups and downs in their lives and you can be at a low point in your life and feel very down um but I guess there's like a difference between 
periodic fluctuations that everyone goes through on like you know lower points are your in your life and i guess like a constant state of you know bad mental health that's something that actually requires like professional help um and i know that as i said like i wouldn't be able to get myself out of it all out of this like negative state without therapy probably but also this was taking place probably like over like my whole second class of high school I think I was going to therapy or like the most of it and so as it, it may have sounded like I just went for like one summer but no it, it was like a long long ongoing process obviously for me as I said my high school experience seems quite weird from time's perspective because there's this like this huge dichotomy when I look at it because like on one hand When I began high school, I remember I looked quite... I always kind of like you looked quite young for my age. I still looked like a girl and felt like one. And everyone always thought that I was like two to almost like four years younger than I was. And it was making me really like self-conscious and just feeling like I was nowhere near being like even a teenager girl. I don't know how to explain. Like I was a teenager, obviously, but it's just like I got used to people assuming that I'm younger and, you know, at that age, it's really something that it's easy to get, like, self-insecure about, whereas now I really don't care. If someone says I look 16, then I guess I'm gonna be looking younger for a longer period of time, but I honestly don't care. But I think the first time I started more feeling like, what, like, actually, like, a young woman was when I, like, died, this is stupid, but, like, when I dyed, dyed my hair dark brown, because it was kind of, like, first really conscious decision of, like, change to, I made to my appearance. I never really liked my hair color and I remember that the brown like I dyed my hair basically from like dirty blonde to like dark brown I started doing like my brows and it really made me look so much more serious and so many people were like complimenting me on it and I liked it and I liked it so much more and I started you know it's like this little one little change but it's but I started I remember it made me feel a lot better about myself even though it's kind of like external but I started kind of perceiving myself in a bit of a different way like I saw something good about my looks maybe for the first time in a while and I remember yeah like around second like class of high school so when I was like 16 17 I started putting like much much more effort into my looks maybe that's probably when I started like using more makeup like not more as in a lot I never really use a lot of makeup but prior to that I never used any makeup kind of also started developing my style a bit a little bit more and I was taking like I remember like a lot of pictures of myself like I there I remember there was like especially like second part of high school, there was like a lot of times where I did feel, you know, pretty and where I just like felt like taking pictures of myself and it was making me feel confident and good about myself. You know, I suppose from that, like from outsider's perspective, it must have looked like I was very self-confident and sure of myself and, you know, I thought I was pretty, but, you know, it's kind of like weird, like I cannot pinpoint it. So like, you know, there were days when I would just feel so pretty and take pictures of myself and there were other days where I would just like cry over how my body looks and how I much I don't like myself and it's just this as I said like this dichotomy that I cannot really explain well and this confidence I had even though sometimes it was present it was very fragile and dependent on how others perceived me and how I looked in pictures even so you know if like one day I would look great in pictures and selfies I would be very you know it would make me happy and I would just feel like yeah I'm I'm the baddest bitch out here (laughs) and other times like if I just didn't look right in the pictures or someone just made a not pleasant compliment like compliment no like comment then it would just like you know I didn't have enough self-confidence to kind of reject that and I didn't have enough self-worth I think at that time and also I remember at that time 
it wasn't even just about looks because I'm talking about like my body and my looks, my face and everything, my hair a lot. But I think also that's when I also started becoming more self-conscious about my personality quite a lot. And I thought of myself as boring and lacking any interesting hobbies. I literally like remember I would have like breakdowns thinking that I'm not interesting enough and like no one will like me when I go to like university and like I'm not gonna be able to interest any you know like bring any good people into my life because you know everyone's cooler than me and everyone has more to say and everyone has so many passions even my friends like I thought all of them were like cooler and there was just nothing I always felt like an imposter and like if someone likes me then that means they don't really real me all of that shit I think a lot of it was influenced by the fact that I was I started you know, kind of surrounding myself with people, with quite intelligent people, I would say, not to say that, like, I was surrounding myself with stupid people, but I went to IB, so, like, an international class, I would say, where, like, you, a lot of people wanted to study abroad, they had, they were very ambitious, I started going to MUN, like, academic conferences, and meeting people from, like, Warsaw, and all of these people who were, like, organizing their own conferences at the age of, like, 17, and they were also, like, intellectual, talking about politics and all of that, and debating, and I just felt like I know nothing about the world and politics and economics and nothing, and just, I remember that made me feel also, like, self-conscious, my knowledge. There was just, like, overall, I'm trying to paint the picture of how little faith and confidence I had in almost, like, every sector of my life, every, like, compartment, I don't know how to say that. So now I think I want to talk about like, I guess, a breaking point in my self-confidence, like, self-love journey. And I guess now I want to move on to, like, a breaking point of a sort um, of this whole story. And it's, again, summer. I don't know why everything goes back to summers, but it was summer of 2019 where I think I hit one of the lowest points in my mental health journey. I'm not sure if I was still going to therapy at that point because I... I think I stopped therapy at one point after maybe like a year because I felt like it wasn't bringing me much additional benefit. Um, But yeah, summer 2019 was when I hit like one of my, or like my lowest point, I think, in my mental health journey. I was very lonely at that time because obviously, like, I I didn't say that before, say that before, but like obviously when you're in such a bad mental state and like you really hate yourself, then people are going to see it around you, not necessarily like, They don't even have to know what's going on and like specific thoughts that you're having, but it's the energy you put out. And I remember, you know, I would just get drunk and complain to my friends about stuff like that I didn't like about myself and just tell them how much I, you know, little self-confidence I have. And, you know, up to a point, friends are definitely should definitely be there for you, I think, but they're also not your therapist. So I think it might have become like, I think I pushed a lot of people away from me at that time. So I remember I spent a lot of that summer at home just feeling very, very lonely and down and like I didn't really want to, you know, go to sleep and wake up and I didn't have anything to do with myself. And I think perhaps in a way, however like bad I was feeling at that time, it was good for me because I kind of knew that once I lost, maybe not to say like I lost all of my friends because that's not true, but I think I definitely like both pushed them away and then they kind of like withdrew from me. And just, like, at this point, I didn't have many, like, very close relationships with people. And I kind of, because I hit this lowest point, like, I don't know, rock bottom, is it called? I kind of knew that it's gone too far and I'm either gonna actually, like, properly get better and take this seriously. Or, like, I am commit to change or I'm gonna carry on being miserable and kind of wasting these, like, times of 
like wasting this time of my life where I could be doing so much more and developing myself as a person and learning about new stuff and meeting new people and rather than that rather than like spending all of the time out in my head and hating myself and stuff like that from that point on I became as I said very dedicated to changing my self-perception regardless of how much like unlearning that would take and like kind of and kind of unlearning all the you know, self-conditioning and self-programming that I had before of like, you know, reacting to everything with blaming myself and talking to myself in a negative and degrading way and, you know, you know, punishing myself in some ways. And it's just all of those stuff that like once they've been around long enough, you kind of, they kind of become your go-to, however that sounds like they become more of a habit than a conscious decision. And it's really kind of hard to break from these cycles, I would say. And I remember I started with kind of doing a lot of meditations like guided meditations and yoga because you know a lot of people like said it's you know something like spirituality in general can help you and my mom was very at the time also into spirituality and because I was talking a lot you know because as I said like didn't have many friends to meet at that point I did talk a lot to her about all of my struggles because I just felt like she was always there for me and she always was willing to listen to me and help me and she was very very patient with me and she recommended me that I do some meditations in yoga so like I I was like I guess that's not a bad point to start and I would say that doing guided especially guided meditations that's what I want to like underline and highlight because guided meditations basically you know it's much easier to start with guided meditations than normal ones because sitting in stillness and silence is not for everyone I would say or just like it's very you know hard to actually come into that it was just very odd but I remember like doing those guided meditations kind of really showed me and made me aware of how many like build up emotions I would have and every time I would do yoga or these meditations where someone would just like talk in a calm loving voice to me about like you know you can like relax now and all of those stuff like self-love meditations whatever I was doing at that time like I remember I would just cry so much during them because it was just like releasing so much built up emotions and like kind of finally realizing how low I got and that like I don't want to be in that place anymore and I genuinely want to get better I knew that from this point I kind of knew that it's gonna get better and it gave me a lot of faith in the future and just also realizing that I caused myself so much harm and was so like harsh and you know ruthless to myself it was just eventually like it made me really sad because before I didn't even realize how bad I was for myself like how how hurtful were the stuff that I was talking to myself about like so now on to my last year of high school um it's definitely this is definitely the time that I finally started getting much 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 better it was I would say from that point again like not a very like fast forward quick progression but I definitely was becoming better and better every single week and I remember when I you know when summer ended and I went back to high school I kind of regained some of my friendships and got close again to some people and also I think I remember that at that point I was I started to fancy this one boy and it kind of took my mind off of things which in a way was good because I was just thinking you know not about myself all the time and sitting just like you know in my head and overthinking myself just focusing on other stuff and I know that it was just and also just like starting to feel that I actually am showing up for myself and that I have some that I have this like perseverance perseverance and motivation to get better it kind of made me you know trust myself a little bit more and like make baby steps toward improvement towards improvement so when 2020 came around I think 
I would say that at that point I was like in a pretty okay mental state like maybe I wasn't like very close to like self huge self-love and you know huge self-confidence but I was definitely feeling much more myself I finally felt like I have like recovered pretty much and was just doing okay I guess and you know kind of started gaining some more like self-confidence and genuinely being much more patient and caring for myself and with myself and also like I was studying for exams so I was just too busy with other stuff to focus on myself that much and then COVID hit and you know it was just this period of my life where I had so much time to myself again like in the summers before that but I was in such much but I was in such better mental state at that point and at that time I also became that was the first time I became really really close with Claudia who I started talking to daily like we would send each other videos and so I felt like even though quarantine was very like isolating I had someone to talk to so much and be vulnerable with and I think definitely like throughout I haven't feel like haven't underlined it enough but like throughout all of these this journey I feel like I was very lucky to still have a lot of friends not like a crazy amount but I did gained finally like in high school I gained a lot of valuable friendships and if on top of the whole thing that I was talking to you about on top of like this whole self-hate negative self-perception and bad mental health I didn't have any friends that would just be I feel like so 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 much worse um and they were kind of like getting me through this all kind of and helping me in a way even subconsciously and going back to like COVID and quarantine I started I remember I started like cooking a lot and baking a lot and I was starting and I finally kind of made felt like I was making so much progress with the way I was eating and I started running very regularly and also working out but it stemmed just from me you know wanting to like fill my time not necessarily to change my body and I just felt so good about myself and about everything that was happening not as in like COVID obviously but you know I also didn't have my exams and I just have had so much time to you know read books and do stuff that are good for me and kind of relax and reset and you know self-reflect a lot and I when I look back up on that time it was a good period of my life definitely and I think at that time I had a lot of realizations that like your the way your body looks has almost nothing to do with how people perceive you and people are attracted to people by like confidence I feel like I feel like an average looking person um can go from like 5 out of 10 to a 10 out of 10 if they're confident. Like literally confidence is so hot and it's so it's bringing up so much. And I feel like on the other hand, if someone is, even if someone's really, you know, pretty, you know, I don't know, objectively on from the external, externally, like if they have such like, if they like radiate such like low energy and are very, you know, always hating themselves and having this like negative self-talk, then it shows and it, you know, definitely doesn't make you prettier. And it's not very, you know, attractive even, I would say. It doesn't really attract people to you. Say, I would say the last part of the story is the goes on, starts in like over a year, a little over a year ago. So like September 2020 when I went to university and moved to London. I think this is definitely the time where, which I would, if I were to describe like that when we, with one word, it would be like self-confidence. Um, I would say the like the first part of this whole story like high school was a lot about like stopping this whole like self-hate and kind of gaining some courage and so, like building up my self-worth and starting to maybe like like myself or love myself and fixing my relationship with food and my body but in a university I think my like external confidence and self-confidence 
really and like my feminine side I would say it really like flourished and I really started also feeling like you know I'm an actual like adult young woman at that time um I think the change of environment was very important to me and you know I came into university a completely different city and country London UK <laughs> lol <laughs> and I had this you know like carte blanche and then it wasn't really like limited by how others perceive me and my past and you know people who knew me for a long time you know it kind of obviously influences how they perceive me because they know so much about me and my context whereas I thought felt like I could kind of maybe not reinvent myself but kind of show that side of myself which I want to and wasn't limited by that past very quickly when I went into university for some reason I very quickly made a lot of close friends and I was feeling like I was being so social at the beginning I was coming up to people, asking them out for coffee. I was very proactive with my, you know, friendships and really wanted to, like, build my social circle. And I genuinely felt very likable at that point. Maybe not, like, popular, but people would, like, know who I am or people would, like, come up to me and, like, I don't know, DM me and, you know, want to meet up with me because they, I don't know, made me at a party or, like, something like that. And I just gained so much, like, external validation, I would say, which... Maybe it's not the most important, you know, step to self-love, but it's definitely something that does help in a way. And also at that time, I started feeling maybe like very extroverted for the first time. And I think partially it was because I stopped worrying about what people perception, people's perception was of me. And I saw that like life can be so much and like social interactions can be so much more fun and light when you're not, not constantly stuck in your head and actually you actually like open up yourself to people and also like started start listening to what they have to say and you don't focus that much on yourself even if it's in a, in a negative way so like even negative self-talk you're still kind of like in your head constantly thinking about you and your self-perception rather than you know kind of shifting your perspective to other people and their you know what they have to say I kind of felt like I was gaining this whole new dimension to my identity and my personality and I you know, I love the person that I was becoming and I also started making YouTube videos regularly and actually felt, had the courage for the first time, even though I was making YouTube videos at that point for like years because I had a YouTube channel before that, the one that is like public now. I, I was making YouTube videos since I was like 14 or something, but never really shared it with my friends or like my, on my Instagram when, when, you know, people from real life followed me, um, people I knew personally from my school. But when I went to London, I was like, fuck it, like, why not? So I started like publishing posting my youtube videos i think at the beginning of 2021 i posted like my video shared my video on my and my channel on my instagram so that was like a big big step for me and so many people like reached out to me and said like oh my god i didn't know you had a youtube channel but like it's really cool and you know the, the like i was building it up to be so make something so scary in my head and it was genuinely like so many people were like positive about it no one really you know commented negatively on it or like dissed me for it and i just realized that you know people don't care that much and I think one of the biggest lessons from like this whole journey is that like I thought that people were noticing all those little stuff about me whether I was a bit more bloated on that day or whether I did my makeup or whether you know I was saying the right things or you know doing the way the things they wanted me to do but no one really cares and gives a shit about what you do and as long as you're like radiating the like as long as you're self-confident and you're like radiating this energy then people will be drawn to you it's much easier to kind of insult someone who is very self-conscious because you're only like striking their like weak points but when someone is very self-confident I feel like it, it is much harder to say anything negative about them and I now know that as long as I carry myself with confidence people like they have nothing to pick on me for 
and as I said, like also meeting all these new friends and seeing that I was actually making so many close ones quickly and people meeting new people and having these like deep, meaningful conversations, it made me realize that I actually have an interesting personality and also started liking myself in that way. And that I stopped feeling like an imposter constantly. And I knew that I have a lot of things to say that are actually like worthwhile and interesting. And I also started dressing much more, you know, like the way I wanted to, because I think I had the idea of what my style is back in, at home, but also like my city is like quite conservative-ish. And like some of the outfits I'm wearing here, I know like I would get looks because like, I don't know, I'm putting too much effort or being too extra and stuff like that. And here no one gives a shit. You can literally walk with a trash bag on your head and no one really care. Maybe that's an overstatement, but like London is probably one of the most open cities when it comes to stuff like that. And again, it was this kind of huge realization that like my body was probably like the is probably like the least interesting thing about me and that the happiest I've been is now where my body is nowhere near how it looked like in high school where I was probably like much I don't know skinnier or some stuff like that like it didn't really matter to anyone and it finally stopped also mattering to myself which is I think the most important part of it all so I guess like that kind of wrapped up wraps up this the whole like story time part of the of this episode but I just want to kind of like now share some of my reflections on self-love and confidence in general. And I feel like, and so to start off, I would say that I feel like as soon as I, one of the big like realizations that I had is that like as soon as I started treating myself with respect and I actually started caring about my own mental health and wanting, you know, I I cared about feeling okay with myself and I genuinely started like loving myself. I felt this like huge, huge, huge weight lift being lifted off of my shoulders and like I didn't have to have this like constant battle and fight this constant battle with myself. I could finally focus on other stuff in my life, my passions, my side hobbies, exploring new things, you know, meeting people, getting out of my comfort zone and not just being stuck in my head and that being my biggest concern in life. The way my body looked or stuff like that. And in general, I would say that like the the way I would describe self-love and what it means to me is that it's simply caring after yourself and treating yourself as if you would care for someone you love and to do that selflessly and only with good intentions in mind and be patient with yourself and when you're having a bad day then allowing yourself to do so and talking softly and with a lot of understanding to yourself I would say also like not pushing your boundaries kind of allowing aligning with your intuition and, you know, simply kind of wanting the best to, for myself. That's what self-love means to me. And kind of finally being aligned. Like, the voice in my head that was so negative before. And so, so like, you know, hateful and mean to myself now. It's just bringing me up. And, like, I have this other, like, now the same voice in my head is just, you know, my motivator, my motivating speaker. And, you know, is giving me pep talks about, like, no, no, no you're going to the gym, you're gonna feel great, you're a bad bitch, you're a boss woman, and, like, you know, you have nothing to be, like, self-conscious about, like, that's what my voice in my head is telling me, like, now in my life, in, you know, in contrast to what it was before, and as I said, like, loving yourself also makes you, like, genuinely makes you a lighter person and a lighter spirit to others, and people, I, like, kid you not, and I swear by this, people will notice the shift in you once you start kind of, you know, going away from self-hate to self-love or like self-acceptance and it definitely attracts them to you because it's something, you know, people like confident people and you definitely, 
probably can think of other people that you find impressive or like your role models or just like people in your life who you find like wow and i want to be like them i want to be friends with them it's definitely people who have this like aura around themselves of this like self-confidence and acceptance and just doing whatever they feel like and not caring about other other people's opinions and going with their gut i'm just very glad i would say that i'm in such like a different place to where i was a few years ago like literally a thousand and five hundred degrees i don't even know how to say it like it's literally the polar opposites nowadays i like i dress the way i want even though like some of some people to some people it may come off as a bit extra but like who cares like literally i don't have time to think about how other people would think about my outfit if i feel good in it and if, if it's something that i feel much more confident in and just something that express like i can express myself through now i feel like with youtube again like i make all the videos i want to i post them regularly on my instagram i don't care who knows about this if this boy i had a crush on three years ago will think that is stupid then i don't care um and i'm being open in my videos and showing myself without makeup or like you know at not the most attractive angles or whatever and I also have the self I also have the confidence to kind of like come up to people first and start a conversation as I said like I'm much much more extroverted nowadays I'm not scared to put myself in situations out of my comfort zone because I have this like self support system I would say in myself and I know I can handle it and you know sure like it's always a work in progress and there's definitely like days where I feel kind of like bad about myself or you know you know pick up myself for some stuff or start to talk my to myself in kind of like a mean way about some stuff but like I always try to I always really quickly can as I said like notice it and snap myself out of it and and I know I'm strong enough to do it and it I, it never really goes beyond a very like very small extent of the these like negative thoughts I would say and I don't listen I, I don't allow myself to like fall back into any of my like once destructive habits even though like sometimes it may be tempting because obviously like when you're feeling low then you're kind of you know not it's not the easiest to kind of fight that urge but I know that I have so much self-respect for myself right now that I wouldn't allow myself to do that so now for the last part of this podcast episode I kind of want to kind of like just kind of summarize my tips when it comes to starting to love yourself and kind of embarking on this whole like confidence journey and in case you're like maybe at a low point in your life or you're still struggling with these things or in general like if you still like feel like you kind of like lack coping mechanisms with some of the negative thoughts you're having about yourself then I just want to share you know the things that helped me and even though they may not help everyone I feel like they're overall kind of objectively good things that will definitely not hurt you. So the first thing that I would say is therapy but I already talked about it so I don't want to you know repeat myself too much but I would say that it's definitely worth reaching out for help if you feel like you need it and you don't have to be diagnosed with anything you don't even have to you know be mentally ill or think that you are if there's just a part of your life that you feel like you need to work on and you're not you don't you feel like you've tried to do it help yourself and try to do it by yourself or with your the help of your friends but you're not you're constantly not able to kind of get out of that negative headspace then maybe it's time to think about therapy and I promise you it's much less scarier than it is in your head probably in case you've you know you fear going to therapy or feel anxious about it my second tip would be to do some as I said guided meditations again it's something that I talked about but I think they really allow you to go inwards and allow they allow me for the time and space to kind of observe myself from a third person's perspective in a way 
I don't know how to explain it. You have to just try it. And I think I still do some guided meditations. It's just always like a very good thing. And it always like kind of grounds me and makes me like, gets me in tune with my emotions, I would say, and allows me to kind of observe how I'm feeling. You know, positive stuff like positive affirmations, even though like you may not believe them at first, but I feel like you probably heard enough about those from people like, oh, fake it till you make it, tell yourself that you love yourself. But again, like it cannot hurt you, even though like it may not work for everyone. Um, another thing I would say is like, rather than embarking with a goal of like, oh, I, if you're like, and another thing I would say is like, if you're in this very low point of like, I don't know if you would describe it as self-hate or like, you know, just lack of self-love then maybe it's much easier to start aiming at like self neutrality I don't know how to describe that like kind of becoming more indifferent towards certain stuff because the jump from self-hate to self-love is not as I said not going to be immediate and it's a huge you know journey to take so I think taking it baby steps may be easier and from then obviously you can go and kind of try to like yourself more and kind of build that self-confidence up but I think it's generally first most important thing is to get rid and unlearn those negative patterns and, you know, start to abandon that mindset and only then to start, like, much more pursuing that, like, positive, self-loving mindset. Obviously, you can do both things at the same time, but you know what I mean? If sometimes it can be a lot at the same time, like, if you hate yourself, telling yourself in the mirror that you're the most beautiful person in the world and you love yourself unconditionally can be very difficult and kind of may put you off of it if you're really not feeling it. I think it's also important at that time to make choices that will bring you closer to the kind of person you want to become. I'm not even talking about like self-confidence as like, you know, looks-wise, but like personality-wise. I think it's much easier to like yourself if you genuinely find yourself like an interesting person, I would say. So maybe whether that's, I don't know, reading interesting books or articles or like putting yourself out there and meeting new people that like excite you and that want to spend time with you or like Picking up activities and hobbies that you want, always wanted to try. Buying clothes that you feel good and sexy in. And dyeing your hair if you feel like you don't like your current color. There's like nothing wrong with changing some of the things that like, for example, even in your appearance. I feel like obviously I'm not talking about like plastic surgeries. Not to say that like I don't support them or anything. I'm not, I don't really have a stance on it. But like, you know, stuff that you can easily change. Painting your nails, as I said, like maybe maybe putting a bit more effort into your the way you're dressed. Like, these are stuff, small stuff, like, small stuff to building up your self-confidence and self-perception. Again, like, in an external way, but it's a good starting point, I would say. So, yeah, I guess the final thoughts that I have on all, like, this whole huge topic is that, like, you need to realize that the only person who will always be there with you throughout your whole life is you. And it is your choice to either live a miserable life, which is full of self-hate, and it's going to be hard to live day by day because there's going to be no joy in life spent like that. Or to get comfortable with yourself because however you look like, whatever person you are, whatever habits, like whatever, you know, good negative qualities you have because you're all that you really got eventually in the end. Not to say that like we're all lonely and like you don't, you know, you can lose everyone you have in your life. It's just like that's like an objective truth. You're always going to be stuck with yourself. And it doesn't have to be bad. It doesn't have to be something that you're angry or sad about. Like, you can genuinely love yourself and draw enjoyment from from your own company and kind of, like, even, like, admire yourself and think that you're a great person because that's how, for example, like, I, I perceive myself nowadays. And I just, I just, like, it makes life so, 
so much better, I would say. Well, not even I would say, like, I'm 100% sure. And if, <laughs> I feel like there's enough things bringing us down from the outside and, like, the last thing you need is to be at another thing that brings you down, like, yourself. Especially that I say, like, you can never really escape yourself. And I know that at times it's kind of, like, it can be easy, however that sounds, to kind of get into this negative low state, low vibrational state and self-hate and self-pity narrative about yourself and think that you're this, like, tragic person and that your life is just meant to be that way and you're just never gonna love yourself because I know that I thought that way that like oh why am I gift like given this body and this personality that I hate and how am I ever gonna like love myself where I'm like that and it's almost easy to get comfortable with how with like this low like mental state even though self-love journey and you know the journey to you know confidence stuff like that does require a lot of effort it is truly something that allowed me to finally live on the outside and with people around me rather than fixating on myself and just being in my head constantly and it just allowed me to breathe fully and just to enjoy life fully without this huge constraint and this weight bringing me down and I feel like I got way too emotional talking about this talking about this topic maybe not too emotional but way too like TED talk e. and I think this is where I'm gonna finish off this episode um thank you if you've listened to it through the whole thing I know it was kind of all over the place because it's a very like you know personal topic to me and I just have a lot of very strong opinions on that one and a lot of things I wanted to say um but yeah I hope it was somewhat interesting to you and I guess like you as I said like I hope you got something away from it and you know yeah so thank you very much again thank you very much for listening and for being with me and um, allowing me the space to kind of share those more vulnerable parts of me and supporting me and always being so kind in the comments and DMs and whatnot. Um, yeah, I love you all and I'll talk to you t- in the next episode. Bye bye.